Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Majorl, and with the rest of the guys here at Popped Off, I'm excited to welcome you to episode two of Phoenix Watch, a brand new show dedicated entirely to you, the awesome community that's been building up around Ashes of Creation. Today's going to be another guild highlight as we sit down with Aron, the Guild Reborn. Aron, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? I can't complain too much. So for you, about you as the guild leader, as anybody would know that's been in MMOs for a long time, has been around guilds or clans, you, you might have an excellent officer team. You can have a fantastic setup for like a council. But at the end of the day, you're the guild leader. So you're going to be that face of, of the guild and all of the decisions going forward. So let's start off with just you telling us a little bit about yourself and your gaming experience. Yeah, that's exactly how it is for our guild. Actually, we have a we have a council which has about 15 members, but I guess it will always come down to me to making decisions. <laughs> I've been playing MMO since I was a kid. I remember starting with Night Online and Silk Road Online in internet cafes with my friends. I don't even remember that much about those times, but my real MMO experience started with Arcage. I started playing it in 2014. And up until today, I'm still playing Arcage with breaks. My main experience is coming from that game. Of course, I've tried all the other MMOs. Since I'm an MMO guy, I don't like to play single-player games or shooter games, you know. I've tried pretty much all the MMOs out there. But mainly, it's Arcage. I fell in love with and played for a long time, and that's where we created our guild. Excellent. So um, I'm assuming it was you said it was in Arcage you created your guild. At what point did you decide, like, yes. I needed to be a guild leader? Like, th this just wasn't working out. I'm going to make my own. Yeah. It's a long story without going into that much detail because there is some drama about that. I was a guild leader in a very large guild, one of the guild leaders. Uh, there were three. And things weren't going great, in my opinion. So I shared this with other leaders in the council, but they didn't agree. When I decided that I cannot convince them, I left the guild. And then I saw players, guild members, leaving also to follow me. I didn't really plan to create a guild when I left it, but seeing those people follow me gave me the idea of trying to make a guild and leading one. And we said, why not? So we created our guild in like 2014, and we have been playing together since then. Awesome. So I'm, a lot of people who've been following Ash's creation might know that Steven was a huge fan of Arcage. Uh, are you, have you guys done anything in Arcage to help prepare yourself for Ash's creation? Or are you guys just kind of still just playing casually as you used to? So what's the story there? Currently, we are not playing it. We quit some months ago after they messed up a lot of things again. Uh, we know everything about Arcage, so we don't really have to log in and prepare for Ashes, to be honest. If there is a mechanic in Arcage, we know it. And if a similar mechanic will be present in Ashes, then we will be ready for it. Also, about Steven, uh, we played together in the Alpha of Arcage. <laughs> Uh, I, he personally wasn't there, but his guild and our guild, we sieged the castle together for the practice. So that's a moment we shared in Alpha Zero. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. And are you going to be in the Alpha, any of the Alphas that are coming up? Uh, yes, I'm a Braver of Worlds backer. I cannot wait to play Alpha 1 and Alpha awesome, 2. Awesome, yeah. Hopefully you guys get to kind of recreate that, but this time with Steven there. <laughs> I don't think he will personally be playing, but I hope mm -hmm. so. As, as you said, this guild kind of came about organically, but you do have an officer team. What's kind of the, the current setup of your guild? So we have a council. There is 15 members. It might sound a lot uh, for a council, but there is 15 members in the council. 
they currently don't have any specific roles because we don't have a game yet, but in future, one of them is going to be the G-Bank officer, the other one's going to be the recruitment officer. Currently, everyone is sharing the responsibilities because there is no game, there isn't much responsibility, so we are just sitting there talking about the future and everyone is giving an input about how we should do things. Okay, and then what will your focus be? Will it be on the PvE, PvP economy? Uh, we are a hardcore PvP guild. We've always been interested in PvP, and our main objective is just being a top qualified PvP guild. Okay, so does that mean you guys are going to be going for one of those military nodes? Well, it depends. Uh, let's see all the nodes first <laughs> and all their bonuses. Fair enough. So we will see. I, I also know that one guild alone cannot uh, control a metropolis. So we will see, but we are definitely going for a castle. Awesome, yeah. I know some of the other people I've talked to, they're definitely going to try to disagree with you there. They've already got talks of like multi-level guilds. So you, you'll have, so for people who don't know, the cap for guilds right now is 300 people. But they're expecting to do <laughs> like one huge community, probably run through mostly Discord and similar uh, platforms that are split into multiple guilds to take over. Is that something you might be looking forward to, like trying to do, or is it going to be just reborn that core little guild that could to help try to be the best they can at pvp yeah i think our numbers is not gonna be close to 300 maybe even half that we are actually a smaller end of the guild size we want to have one main guild that has all our core pvpers in it it also depends on the guild buffs of ashes of creation for example if a 50 man guild is gonna have a lot of nice stat advantages then we would like to have two guilds of 50. We are definitely not going to be a part of very large communities or alliances. Not a problem. So whereas you would like to have a castle, it, it seems like world domination isn't exactly the goal. Uh, part of it, part of the goals, world domination is really... Uh, I mean, it's really important, but I believe the big Zergs is going to have world domination. Sure. Like, I do, I do understand that... There is no fast travel in the game and we cannot control all the sides of the map. But our goal is to be dominant in the place that we live in. Let's say we choose node A, then we want to be the rulers of node A. We don't want to let any caravan go in, for example, the enemy caravans, or any world bosses being killed without our notice. We want to have a dominance, but only in one part of the world because, you know, we're a small guild. We can only cover so much area. Sure. Um, being a PvP-focused guild, are you guys thinking of, like, traveling out as uh, bounty hunters? Is that going to be a focus, or is it going to be mostly in, like, protection and running caravans, that type of deal? Most of our guys like PKing. So instead of being a bounty hunters, I think we will be the corrupted players who are hunting the bounty so hunters. So <laughs> your might be a, a node that protects their own, but like anybody that gets near it might be in trouble is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. I like to hear that. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's kind of that, uh, <laughs> that's that friction that I think everybody really is excited for in this game. Um, and then you mentioned like the yeah. map. So let's say the map ha doesn't really change. We, we have what we have. Do you have a specific geographic region that you guys have already talked about taking over? Um, we had some ideas, but we didn't decide. It also depends on the starting areas. I believe that starting areas will have a lot of high-level nodes in the first day, so we want to uh, avoid going into started areas because there's going to be just new players there. We just want to fight the good guys. So I think we're going to wait to see sure. where the big guilds go, and then we go make their time hard. All right, yeah. So 
that'll be nice to know that some people that uh if, if they're looking for a place where there might be some people like undermining those larger zerg guilds it's a huge worry with streamers and i'll, I'll touch on that in just a second uh -huh. that you'll be there to help cause some friction help slow things down a little bit yes yeah. yes so we've, we've talked about officers and some of your guild plans streamers are a very controversial it's the word i'm going to use subject uh do you have any rules against uh -huh. streamers are you going to be like trying to stream snipe and kind of be like like if somebody sees reborn on their screen they notice just turn off the, their computer now no to be honest i never like stream sniping i think it's a it's not even cool so i would like to say that stream sniping is not allowed in the guild but it's very hard to control whenever i'm leading raids whenever we are doing a guild events we are never going to be stream sniping we do have some small streamers in our guild i'm sure they would not like that when it happened to them so we're not going to do the same to other streamers yeah, that's, that's something i like to hear um I know people have mixed views on streamers, but purposely ruining someone's day specifically because of their job. Yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. And you said you have some small streamers. So if anybody's looking to join, do you have any rules concerning how they stream? I'm sure there's the obvious like delays and no audio whenever we're yeah. like during guild business and stuff, but anything different? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do have some streaming rules. We want streamers to put delay whenever we are doing a guild event, and we don't want them to stream the voice comms whenever there is a guild event. But of course, during the off times, when there isn't much going on in the guild, they are free to stream without a delay and with voice comms with the people in their channel if they approve. Right. That's pretty much it. We don't really have long list of rules. It's just, you know, mostly common sense. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. And, uh, so we know you guys, you want to be PvP focused. Have you given any thoughts to the economy? Any kind of like, are you going to try to be self-sustaining? Are you going to be more like reaching out to economic nodes and guilds and like hiring yourself mm -hmm. out to them for resources? Yeah, definitely we want to be self-sustaining. Uh, I mean, we are a PvP focused guild, but we are not going to ignore other aspects of the game. For example, in our case, we were the first group to clear a dungeon and we were selling those dungeon runs to other guild members who weren't able to finish the dungeon because there was a decent reward at the end. We are definitely going to be present in the PvE as well. Our One of our objectives is to clear a PvE content with as few players as possible. So let's say a big guild is doing a world boss with 50 members, we want to do it with 30. That's also one of our objectives. Also, we want to cover all the important uh, artisan trees, crafting trees in our guild. We don't want to be bound on the community to, for example, craft one of the best 200 uh, swords. We want to do a lot of things on our own. Right on. And uh, I've actually not heard that that kind of challenge. So if a big guild goes in and does it with 50, you want to go in there with 30. Is there a, is that just as like a flex type deal? Let's say like we are more mechanically skilled? Mostly it's for showing the skill. Awesome. If someone is doing it with like 50 members, uh, we want to be able to do it with less members to show the world that we are better. Sure. So it sounds kind of like the, uh, the classic runs. Um, I know you said you've played, uh, did you play a lot of classic WoW? I actually haven't played World of Warcraft. Fair enough. But I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> because you got a lot of people like going in with all the buffs and doing speed runs, and then you had a guild just come in and run MC yeah. completely naked. I loved watching. That it was awesome. <laughs> yes, that's one of our objectives. Even though it sounds very hard, we will try. Awesome. I, I love to hear stuff like that. So uh, would you classify your guild as more hardcore focused then, since you have those, some of these harder goals going into the game? It's definitely more hardcore focused, competitive environment. All right. But you said like you don't want to ignore everything. So if, if somebody is looking to join your guild, if they're not exactly skilled in PvP, they might still find a home if, if they're wanting to like aggressively pursue uh, a crafting or anything like that, correct? Mm -hmm. All right. 
well, simply they don't have to be the best player in the world. They just have to be interested in PvP. As long as they don't ignore the PvP content that we are doing, uh, a skilled crafter is also welcome in our guild. Because that is also needed to be strong in PvP. It's not only about the individual skill. It's also about equipment skill, uh, no equipment quality, other factors. Yeah, that's something actually I'm really looking forward to. And I, I didn't play a lot of Arcage. I'm not sure if it's if it's in that game where the PvE and PvP seem to be intrinsically tied. I see a lot of people on the forums and in Discord be like, you have to have PvE focus for the casual players. Like, my PvE build isn't going to be as good as my PvP build when I'm fighting a boss. I'm like, there's, uh -huh. there's no... I don't see any sign of there being two separate builds. Like, you, you need to have some skill in PvP just to survive getting to wherever you're going. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, how about... Where we, we've mostly talked about PvE aspects, like, like mechanical aspects of the game. Do you guys do any kind of like role-playing or anything like that? Or is it mostly just you're into play and win the game? We are not much into role-playing. Fair enough. I just, I need to make sure to ask for those. Yeah. For those that would be like, well, I'm, I'm kind of, because I don't think we've seen a lot of role-play guilds pop up. So that's one of my goals with this is try to find a little bit of everything. So I, I got to ask. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry for no, the short answer. quite all right. It happens. <laughs> well, for like Vera and in, in all, like I know you've said that, uh, you want to be more of a second wave guild, so you're not going to be one of those very first people putting up a flag as soon as you enter the game. Do you think you guys are going to be participating in any, say, like covert ops to try to help deal with that? It's like sending out some spies and things like that. That's definitely been a thing that's already started happening with people sending spies into other people's guilds. Yeah, about spies. I don't really like that kind of gameplay. I think it's the same as stream sniping someone. I mean, I do understand why people do it. It's part of the game and it's totally fine. But that's not how we play the game. I actually never used spies in like Arcage, but information always came to us naturally. I think uh, there is not much to spy on in, in terms of the node location. Like when we go travel in the world for an hour, we will already see which guilds is settled on which corners of the map. I think uh, the spies won't be needed. All right. I personally can't think of any other questions. Uh, is there any notes that you would like to say for anybody that you would be hoping to recruit? Well, it might sound tough to join our guild. We do have a lot of qualifications, let's say. And it might sound like a strictly hardcore PvP guild, but we do other things as well. We just want our players to take the game seriously and make the best of their gameplay time. If someone is thinking of joining, it doesn't matter if they are playing for 10 hours a day or 3 hours a day. If they think they got it, they should apply. We care about the mindset. Okay. And then uh, how about like minimum login times? Like, I know some people, even if you can only play two or three hours, they still want to see you two or three times a week. So it doesn't look like you have 20 days last logged in. Is, is there a minimum for that? Uh -huh. Yeah, there is a minimum. I mean, it's not written on paper, but we want people to play daily. There is not going to be a daily guild uh, event or rates. There is going to be uh, off days as well. So people can focus on their gear and other stuff. But if you are offline for a week, that's not okay. We want you to take the game seriously. And if you are taking the game seriously, then you are probably logging in every day, even to, you know, do your farm on the garden. Sure. I would say a minimum requirement would be around three hours a day. Right on. And then as far as like minimal skill experience, if anybody's coming in, if so we've already seen some people like, hey, I've never played an MMO before. I've never even played a PC game before, but AOC is kind of calling out to me. Are you okay uh, bringing in people like under your wing or do you want someone who already has some experience? No, actually we do have a question in our recruitment form about uh, the applicants 
history of MMOs. We want people to have at least the basic understanding of what an MMORPG is. Fair enough. Yeah. So I think that's most of my questions. Uh, for anybody that is interested in learning and joining the guild, is it mostly through Discord? Is it also on the forums? Where, where, where can they find you? They can find us in the Ashes of Creation forums under the EU Guild Recruitment tab. We do recommend them reading the full post entirely before applying because our post is very informative. And then they are also welcome to join our Discord. Our Discord is public. Even though our Ashes channels are permission locked, they are welcome to chat with us. Awesome. And I'll have links to that in the transcription for this web uh, for this episode. That'll be on my website, phoenixwatch.gg. And then uh, are you guys planning on like a website down the line and things like that? Uh, not really. I think Discord alone is enough. <laughs> enough. Yeah, it, it's definitely changed a lot since the days of like five different forums just to keep up with a guild. Yeah, yeah. we did have one in the past, but currently it's not even being used anymore. I, I can see that there's... It, it's, it's, there's nothing more disheartening than jumping onto a guild website and seeing the last forum post be from 2012, but the Discord's bopping, <laughs> yeah. so like, you would never know. Yeah, I get that. Mm. All right. Well, hey, guys, thanks for listening. Aaron, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Uh, we had a little bit of problems in the very beginning of the episode, so thank you for, for your patience in that. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been fantastic. I'm, I'm very happy that you were my first uh, EU guild. And Yep. Thank you so much. I'm also very happy for the interview. And thank you guys so much for listening. I had a great time sitting here with Aaron. And if you guys enjoyed the show as much as I did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on any platform you find us on. And if perhaps you wanted to be on the show, if you have your own guild or community that you're trying to grow, feel free to reach out, poppedoff.com. And also on Twitter, at popped underscore off, as well as my own personal one, at Mazrielgg. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.